0: listening to takedowns to breakdowns so you saw warrior i finally saw it for the first time ever
1: first time yes (laughs) okay um so before we get into any details what i will say is for a movie that was over two hours long i felt like certain parts were rushed and they probably could have added more storytelling as far as the the background for some of these characters um i kind of like the direction the movie went where throughout the movie pieces of the puzzle were being added as far as like um this one's background like what's their story yeah how is everything tying together i so I liked I did like the way the pacing went, but I feel like we could have been fed a bit more information um okay i, I it think, was a good no go ahead, real quick, spoiler
0: alert for the movie warrior um yeah,
1: with uh yeah, yeah, okay, go ahead, go ahead, sorry, just wanted to put that out there, just a spoiler alert, yeah, for those that haven't watched it. um, Please go listen to all of our other podcast episodes because we definitely need the listens. Yes. Anyways. um, So the way the movie starts, right? It's um, you get a shot of a guy who's just like hanging out on top of a rooftop. He pops some bills. He takes a drink. And he goes and visits this old man. And after a few minutes, you realize, oh, they're father and son. Mm-hmm. you know because it because it wasn't really put out there um so the father hasn't seen this guy in 14 years so you're like okay i i guess i could assume maybe they're gonna talk talk about this a bit more um and they don't <laughs> you know it's just like hey, i haven't seen you in 14 years and Oh, yeah, like, I'm sober now. I I don't want to drink. I'm going on a thousand days. Um, and, and this guy, the pill popper, the son, um, you know, he, he was drinking and, you know, he, he kind of mentions, you know, he's looking at old family photos and now we're story building. You know, the son mentions like, oh, you know, um he made he made a comment along the lines of like oh mom couldn't you couldn't find another girl to take a punch or something like that and you're like okay so I guess this father used to beat this the son's mother at some point in their life you know like okay he's claiming he's sober so clearly he was a drunk father he was constantly drunk mm-hmm. abusive mm-hmm. Um, you know it, it's it's kind of odd though like. Throughout the movie, I kept wondering why did you pay this man a visit after 14 years? Um, if you've had this like really horrible experience, um, maybe he wanted to beat the shit out of him and you went there to go do it. But it didn't lead to that. you know what I mean? like it, it was all conversation. Well, maybe he didn't expect him to be a thousand days sober. Right, exactly. So that, too. Um, And, yeah, and then he kind of just passes out, you know, from the drinking. And it's like, all right, well, I guess you're crashing at your dad's place. And all of a sudden, it cuts to this perfect family situation where there's a kid's birthday party going on. You know, there's the mom with the recorder filming the dad slash husband. And you're like, what the fuck is going on? Like, okay, I'm seeing this perspective of a father and son who've had issues in the past. One was a drunk. One is currently drunken on pills. And now it's a bright, sunny day, outdoor party. What What is happening? I don't know who this man is. Um. And <sighs> so the movie does this a lot. Where there's a lot of back and forth between these two different situations where you're seeing, oh, and by the way, the son's name is Tommy mm-hmm. um, and the perfect family situation, the, the father slash husband, his name is Brendan or Brandon, mm-hmm. I forget. Um, so the movie's going back and forth between the situations and it then literally cuts to like, you know this Brandon guy working out in the gym, his wife is taking off for like a meeting or something. I don't know. It's like, all right, like don't be out late, whatever. And again, like this kind of reminds me of the Rocky movies, how it like shit just like cuts it like the, it's got, it's weird pacing. And I don't, I didn't like how things just kind of switch back and forth. So suddenly but then it literally shows Tommy joining at like a local uh, MMA gym. And it's like, oh, all right. <laughs> cool. Um, and. And.
0: And what's up? What's well, because I'm, I'm
1: looking at my notes because I'm really trying to understand this. Apparently, oh, okay. the okay. dad you find out was a. Um, I'm sorry, Brandon. I said I say the dad slash husband a lot. I I have to remember to say Brandon so we know who we're talking about. It shows a scene with him inside a school teaching, and you're like, okay, now I know what this man does for a living. He's a teacher. Cool. I don't understand the connection between these two. Gentleman just yet. Why am I seeing a drunk MMA fighter joining a gym and then there's this perfect world scenario guy, (laughs) physics teacher, teaching a class? Well, clearly because their paths
0: are are to cross at some point and therefore you're seeing the juxtaposition of both both, uh, environments.
1: Of course. It's just so random though because you would think at some point especially in the beginning they would automatically show off okay what are the similarities between them though well, well here's and the movie didn't start that way i it like was, I, I
0: like how you're talking about it because i know the story very well and i it's it's a movie i liked and i watched it a few times like i, think right. I watched it two or three times did you read like any uh, any did you have any preview about what this movie was about or did you just go find it and watch it I just found it and watched it. Perfect. So we're getting the pure, raw, unfiltered, uh, unbiased take on this movie. Because I knew at the very least it was about two brothers. So when, the, when, when Brandon showed up, I knew like this had to be his brother. And it's showing how one brother is doing very well and one brother is
1: not. So that's the thing that literally doesn't get... So I was going to mention that way later... Oh, okay, I'm sorry. I'm because sorry. of that point though. This see this is what I'm talking about. Like, okay, there's and I have it here, they're slowly world building now. Okay, like I'm starting to understand a little bit. Not much, but kind of not really what these two people like what their backgrounds are, what their lives are like day to day. Um and so again, cuts to Tommy working out on the bag at, at this gym he just signed up with and he's watching uh i guess this pro mma fighter just beating down his sparring partner and um you know he he kind of offers to spar with this guy and at first the coach of this pro fighter was like no no like just go back to what you're doing don't even don't even waste your time this guy's out of your league type of thing and uh Finally after some convincing he's like all right let's let's see what you got and he beat the shit out of this man. Now here's what I will say. I understand Rocky, you know at this point is is you know decades old. The fighting scenes were not that bad and I lo- absolutely loved the technique being used in some of the fight scenes. Um or all of them, rather. Now, what was really exaggerated were a lot of the judo or jiu Not ju- jiu-jitsu, but a lot of the judo throws and the slams. I mean, a lot of the shit was also... It reminded me of pro wrestling at some points.
0: Um, okay. Yeah, for me, the striking kind of... Uh, there were times when the striking was a little overemphasized to me. Yes. Yeah. Um, but no, but that 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 first fight you're talking about uh, against the pro MMA fighter, that's a very good scene, because um, he's like, hey, I I can jump in and spar with this guy if you need me to, like I'll do it for some money or mm-hmm. whatever. And you're right, the trainer's like, nah, man, get out of here. He's like, you got nobody else, man. So I'm here for a quick buck. He's yeah. Like, All right, if you don't if you don't care about getting killed, he's like, nah, I don't. Like, Come <laughs> on in, and then he just uses the mma fighter as a uh, as as therapy and uh, <laughs> yeah just takes out because and and that's the thing and i don't want to jump ahead or 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 get you out of sync on your notes but that's the thing i like the most about this is that the way they have that character fight the two the two of them fight their styles are very different and it's very obvious which one is an emotional fighter and yeah. which one is, is not as emotional. And I, I very much liked how they showed that.
1: Yes, I agree. Um, literally yin and yang, right? Um, yes. And again, cuts to another scene where Mr. Brandon, physics teacher, is at a bank discussing, I don't know if he's trying to get like a second mortgage. I don't know what the deal is, but they're discussing loans, him and this banker, I guess. Um, and you're now finding out like, oh, okay, well, you know, this guy has like the perfect fit, you know, perfect situation, but also not really, because now you're finding out he's in a shit ton of debt. Yeah. Um, yeah. you know, then you're finding out, oh, well, his daughter had medical, like medical situation. So there was bills of that, the house, the mortgage, so on and so forth. And, um, his job wasn't really paying that well. Um, Mm -hmm. and so you're like, okay, so his world isn't so perfect. Okay. All right. Maybe this is where I'm kind of starting to see where this movie is heading. Um, because obviously I know it's about fighting. I know it's about MMA. So I'm like, I'm still trying to figure out though. Like, what is it about this physics teacher though? That's going to tie it to... You know what I mean? Like, I had no idea. Right, like,
0: right, because you had no idea. Right, right. Yeah.
1: Um. So the next scene, and and by the way, guys, when I'm telling you in the next scene and it cuts to this and so on and so forth, this is literally how the movie is. It's literally how the Rocky movies went down, where one thing is happening and there's no smooth transition. It's just like, okay, let's go check on so-and-so now and see what they're up to. Um. So literally, cuts to the next scene of... Tommy's father, the, the sober father, um, and I guess he's watching old footage or something, um, or it was like a news report. I, I, I don't remember what it was exactly. He was watching on TV, but it he was watching old footage of his son Tommy during like a wrestling tournament. Uh, yeah, like a tournament. Maybe during like the high school year, his high school years, um, and you were hearing over the TV that the father was an ex-Marine, but also his coach. So now you're like, oh, I see. Okay, so, you know, and you're hearing over the TV, like, Tommy seems to be this kind of, like, prodigy at the sport, Um, or at least with wrestling back then. At
0: wrestling, he's a prodigy, yeah.
1: Yeah, and you're like, okay, and then his father is known for being a Marine, and... You know, so you're like, okay, well, I could maybe see where the drinking comes from. Maybe he had, like, PTSD or something. Who knows? Um, You're like, well, then the father also has to be some sort of badass because he taught his son how to wrestle. And his son is great. Um, Yeah. And here's, here's where things started making sense. Where I'm like, okay, now I can see where, what direction this movie's finally going in. Mr. Physics teacher, Brandon. Yes? He is, I guess, uh, he, he has a second job, besides his teaching job. <laughs> what job is that? Well, Matt, turns out he's an MMA fighter. Oh, he's a prize <laughs> fighter, huh? He's fighting for money. He is in the parking lot of a strip joint. Um, Now, this, I was like, really? All right, cool. This guy fights on the side. Not that that should be anything weird, you know? There's many people that do other things for a living and also train and fight. But, like, I was like, but he's doing this for money. It's not even just a hobby. Uh, yeah. I mean, if you, yeah. I
0: mean, we had a conversation on an episode a while ago where I said, would you get in the ring for, you know, $5 million? And you said something along the lines of, I would get in the ring for a hundred thousand yes. dollars. Yeah. I said, <laughs> okay then. So in that case, let's get to training and then you never follow through. But it's more of because, cause that's where we got the, the cranberry stuffing, Call you've got minute? You've your call. Yep. uh, Into the ring, but it is an easy way to make a lot of money in a short period of time. Yep. Well, easy is the wrong term. It is an accessible way for anybody to make money in a short amount of time. Other than, I don't know. You'd have to be a commodity to be like an OnlyFans, right? Mm -hmm. Do something like that, or you'd have to be. You'd have to have some type of high level skill that you could also continue doing, because working a normal second job, uh, second shift of anything is not going to be high paying enough. So yeah. Yeah.
1: Um. Well, apparently he won the competition or whatever because he you know he comes home late. One of those situations like, Oh hey babe, how you doing? <laughs> you know, wake up I'm wakey, wakey. He's like, Oh, hey, hey, hon. And she's like, Well, how was work? You know? He's like, I So I'm not a bouncer at that uh club like I told you I was. I'm kind of fighting. And I thought now because again, there's no really backstory on anything, I thought she was gonna be like, like, Well, you're you're fighting. Well no, this can't be. She was literally like Oh, not this again type of attitude like, oh, you knew you knew this man was a fighter. OK, lots of surprises. There's a lot of things like I'm I'm finding out <laughs> that I thought yes. she would be finding out. Right. Um, and I guess Brandon was just known for not being, I guess, the very best at his job. And constantly getting beat up or whatever, and she kind of fears for his life, and she was not thrilled to find out that, you know, he was fighting for the extra cash, but he explained, like, listen, we're about to lose our house. Uh,
0: we broke out here. We broke. Yeah. Yes.
1: Yeah. Yes. And I am not filing for bankruptcy, so I got to do what I got to do, babe. Yeah. And she's like, okay, babe. Um. <laughs> Just like that. Just like that. And guess what else is just like that? The very next scene. And you guessed it. Now it's Tommy we're talking about who meets his father at a diner or like a little small town restaurant. And he's pretty much like, listen, I don't want this father son relationship. I just need you to be a coach because that seems to be the one thing you're good at or that I think you're good at in life. Uh,. And the father was like, cool, hand me your pills because we're going to clean you up. You're going to go back on a strict diet and we're going to train you and you're going to be living with me. And that's the deal. I uh, Take it or leave it. Take it or leave it. Yeah, pretty much. Um, and guess what happens after that, Matt?
0: What happens? Cuts what to happens? the very
1: next scene. Now <laughs> yeah. you're seeing Brandon. <laughs> I just... I." I wish I was making this shit up. I really do, because it makes me sound like I'm literally bouncing around, but I cannot, for the life of me, express how frustrated I get when movies just do that shit. It's the constant back and forth and back and forth and back. But eventually, everything comes together, people. All right? So now, Brandon, Mr. Physics, comes to school. Well, he's coming to school with some shiners. And what doesn't help is that apparently... One of his students has a sibling who was at this quote-unquote titty bar and saw the teacher beating the shit out of people, and he was questioned in his class. You know, like, hey, like, we heard you are beating some people up. Like, tell us the story. What happened? And, of course, right outside the door is, I guess, the principal of the school, and he's, like, in my office now. Now, here's what I didn't understand. Mm -hmm. I think the movies from 2012 2011 a a while ago yeah it's it's not new however even for 2011 right who the fuck cares that there's a teacher that's fighting for extra money Uh, mm, so you
0: say that but (laughs) you 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 say that but and I know you don't go on social media But I'm here to tell you that the amount of outrage about things has never slowed down. They are banning books in states in the South in 2022. They're saying high schoolers can't read these books. Um, Like they're 100% are people that get upset about things. (laughs) Like just, I'm just saying so for like a president being mad that you know one of the one of the faculty members has a shiner um I don't think it's a big deal obviously but I mean we're also talking in a country that uh, uh, how could I not be offensive um that uh, gets upset about things very 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 easily and uh, likes to scream and stomp their feet about it <laughs> I'll put it that
1: way That happens a lot. So, yeah, I'm not uh, surprised. I'm just not surprised. I just feel like it's no one's business what my other jobs are. Granted, okay, should I have been fighting right next to in the parking lot of a strip joint? I can see why that would be bad. Because then why strip joints are legal? Huh? Strip
0: joints are legal, though.
1: No, no, I'm just saying location in general. Like, if it was just at, like, a YMCA, and you know what I mean? Or, like, a, an underground area, like, where Rocky fought. Actually, wasn't it, like, an abandoned church or something? Yeah, uh, it was
0: an abandoned church, I think.
1: You know what I mean? Like, if it was a different setting, it's like, okay, why are we, why are we still mad? But I guess the fact that he's fighting, and because of the location, maybe that's something to do with there. Maybe I'm completely overthinking this. But anyways, I feel like a teacher should not get... Suspended indefinitely, which he did without pay, Um, because he's fighting. Um, Oh, and by the way, unbeknownst to any of us, he then admits that he's been, he used to fight to the principal, and he's an ex UFC fighter. Specifically, yeah. <laughs> UFC fighter. So th- this is where my jaw dropped, and I was like, "What?" <laughs> and he's now a physics. I I was like, I was stunned. I'm like, okay, all right, um, yeah. And after finding that out, um, you know. Tommy starts to commence his training with his father you know it's like a new day and uh, Brandon decides to go visit his old coach at I guess at like his new gym or whatever and says hey listen um, I want to get back in the game this is my situation I'm about to lose my home so what can you do for me like please like let me in and the coach is like listen dude you're you're kind of past your prime and even back in your prime you didn't listen to me Uh, You didn't do what I was telling you to, and, um, you know, but because they're such great friends, and he gave him, like, I don't know, fuck me eyes or something, the coach was like, all right, I'll train you. (laughs) Fine. Um, But also, while you're watching this, you're kind of seeing, like, the next up-and-coming new guy in the gym, right? Like, he's being trained to, I guess, become pro, or to enter this tournament that's being now discussed in the movie. There's this big tournament. Um, huge top prize, $5 million, you know. Um, so, yeah, there, there's uh, there's all that going on. Um, and guess what, Matt? Let's cut to the next scene because this is how abrupt and, like, just in-your-face throwing information out at you this movie was. Guess what the next scene was when Brandon was heading home at night. Then uh, you see what? you see Tommy's father parked in a car waiting for Brandon to come home. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it was like, oh, hey, Brandon. And he's like, like pops. And I was like, what? Uh, okay, so <laughs> they finally came I together. That's when I figured out they were brothers.
0: Yeah, it came together. Mind there you, okay.
1: everyone. Everyone. Okay? Now... This is the last note on my first page. I have two pages of notes here. So you figure halfway through the movie at this point, we're about an hour in, is when I found out... They're related. That they're related. Everybody's related. And I'm like, holy fucking shit. And this is literally, it was in that moment, I was like, Tommy has a purpose for fighting. Brandon has a purpose for fighting. They're both brothers. Uh, Both brothers, by the way, hate the father because obviously the past, which they don't really get into besides the fact that he was a drunk, but they don't even say that much. You just assume that there's a lot of assuming in this movie and you're the one putting the pieces together. Um, You know, not much is really said about the mother besides she was sick and died and Tommy was the one that was left to take care of her that was pretty much it um but yeah i was that's when i was like wow okay now this is that cliche like here's the tough you know i guess brother with going through some shit and here's the brother that is successful but also not really cuz he's in debt but he has the family and he's got his house and you know and it's the two different spectrums but then there's that one father, but that's how they're connected. And that's how they, they have that similarity. They hate each other. But at the same time, the, the brother asks, well, how's Tommy doing? Does Did he ask about me? You know, so it's like, okay, well, I guess maybe the brothers are cool with each other. Um, maybe, maybe. Maybe. Exactly. Maybe, maybe not. Um. So then we get a true Rocky moment where it's a montage for, I don't know, a minute, two minutes straight of both Tommy and Brandon doing their thing, the training, um, sparring. Brandon's doing his his uh, parking lot fights, and he's getting better. He's doing a lot better. Now, there was something you mentioned about the two, how one fights with emotion. The other one is very technical and is wise. Yeah. Because he doesn't let his emotion get in the way, he uses his brain, mm-hmm. and that's the thing I noticed. I'm like, damn, for an underdog, I'm seeing all the moves with this guy. <laughs> yes, Tommy's just like a one punch boom, walks out of the cage, storms off type of guy. Uh, so yeah, I I, I liked. It. I'm like, okay, Brandon, okay, Brandon. Um. Yeah, and literally the final clip of the montage, it's Brandon's coach, he's on the phone with someone and he he looks, he sounds pissed and he throws his cell phone. And you're like, "What the fuck's going on? Like what is happening?" The camera pans down and it shows all the other trainees assisting the new up-and-coming fighter that was supposed to be in the this tournament, I guess. I forget his name. Um Yeah, no, that's fine. So it's like, oh shit. So everything was going well, but now he's out a fighter. And you know, at the end of the day, Brandon and his coach are trying to walk to their car and he's like, Man, I don't know what to do. I gotta make this phone call now. These people are not gonna be happy. And Brandon's like, Hey, why don't why don't you sign me up for the fight? I'll I'll do it. I'll do the tournament. Um and again, with the persuasion of the fuck me eyes, Coach was like, okay. <laughs> and thus Brandon was going to join the tournament. And not much was shown with Tommy's situation, but you just know, like, okay, well he he signed up, I guess. Um and so there's like this opening event thing, like a little red carpet moment. Um where Brandon and Tommy see each other for the first time in 14 plus years. Um, You know, and it it was kind of weird because I'm like, okay, I see uh, Tommy. He noticed his brother first, and I thought he kind of showed a smile. And then Brandon noticed Tommy. And they're kind of staring at each other, but then Tommy walks off. And I'm like, whoa wait what is happening right now like is he Mm -hmm. upset like oh shit maybe i have to fight my brother you know i was like it looked like they were about to say like hey like what's going on and no apparently tommy has beef with brandon um and again this is one of those situations where i wish we had some more information on because I had a real hard time understanding the the the, the family dynamic right history. S- yes, and it was more of their conflict when they were in like whatever field at night they finally met up with each other just to talk. And he's like, "Yeah, this is my family. These are the niece my you know, these are your nieces you never met them." And mm-hmm. Tommy's being like very, you know, standoffish and like, "Okay, yeah, I never met them. So why am I looking at them?" type of thing and Um, and then he goes into this whole like you left like you left me and mom and it's like well what's this story about what do you mean you left me and mom you know like I I was the one that was taking care of mom and then they kept going on about how because he was he fell in love and got married apparently that was an issue like I, I don't know um So that whole scene was very confusing. Again, for a two-plus-hour movie, I wish they put a little bit more thought into the detail of that interaction with them. I feel like there was a lot of empty gaps with what was being said, and I personally had a hard time understanding it. Um... Yeah, I'm just going to go ahead and assume that one son went with one parent while the other one stayed with the other, or at least within the vicinity of that parent, and that's how life was for the next however many years. Um, Okay, okay. do, Do you understand where I'm trying to get at, though? Like... Yeah. Again,
0: you have to realize when I watched the movie, I knew what it was about on some level. Before, so yeah, a lot of this was not uh, me in the unknown. So we had two very different experiences watching this movie because I watched this movie knowing what it was about, like from a from a storytelling standpoint. Yeah. Um. So none of this was really like I wasn't grasping as much because I I had the cheat codes of the movie. So. It's very different.
1: Yeah. I just, like I said, I just, I, I don't know. I I was so confused about the rage that one brother had over the other. And it seemed like they brought up the other one's marriage a lot. Uh, And uh, I guess he was upset that he didn't go with him and his mother during, I guess, the split slash divorce. I don't know. Uh, So I was, again, very confused with that situation. Uh oh, the one thing I love because I love this guy, Brian Callen played Brian <laughs> Callen as the Joe Rogan commentator. <laughs> <in> the, <Spy. laughs> uh, the color commentator.: yeah. Yes, yeah. yeah, I just love how his name was just Brian Callen, though. Uh, yeah. No, I absolutely loved him throughout the movie and like his commentary um so I thought that was cool. Uh, I did see. I I will say I did see a couple of familiar faces, um, throughout the movie. Um, I for, I forget the other commentator who's with Joe Rogan, but he's in the movie. Uh, as like um, he's behind the desk though. Oh, what is his name? The bald. Well, now he's bald. I think in the movie he was bald too. Anik. And, yes. Yes. Yeah, John Anik. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So he was in the movie. Um. And actually, before I mention Brandon's fight, you know, so Tommy goes to fight. You know, now it's fight night. It's the first night. Tommy literally Mm -hmm. goes in, no music, gets in the cage. Within what, 10 seconds, boom, knocks the guy out, opens up the cage, walks (laughs) right back to the locker rooms. And it's like, oh, well, he's just breaking rules. Everyone loves it, though. Like, you're supposed to, all right, cool. I guess uh
0: <laughs> Oh, I I don't think it was John Annick. Maybe it was uh he'll he'll, he'll commentate
1: with Joe Rogan. He's he's also a color commentator. Um if it's him then it is
0: John Annick, but I I don't see him listed on the casting, so I don't know if it's him. Yeah, but. he
1: was actually a um he was behind the desk though, and they showed uh what's that fighter's name? Uh Rashad Evans. Is that is that the is that his name?
0: Is that his name? Uh, uh, I don't know. I
1: mean, oh wait, are you thinking of Boss Rutan? No, Boss Rutan isn't
0: in the movie. Oh right, I th- I think he was. Uh, yeah, I think Boss was like. Yeah, uh, Rashad the Evans. Fight coordinator. Um, he was leader.
1: also behind the desk, on camera. Like, uh, they were. Uh, oh my God! What are the names of those people when they're behind the desk? Don't you hate it when you can't think of simple words? Um, <laughs> anchors 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 yeah 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 so like okay. that that guy was like an anchor or whatever and then Rashad Evans was also behind the desk and he was like an anchor/commentator um okay but yeah so like Brandon is now up and um he's up against fucking Anthony Rumble Johnson <laughs> I was like oh my god yes. I was like first of all how is there no weight class in this tournament even for 2011 standards yeah i mean they were to be fair though like those guys were also up against some shorter guys so i i even felt bad for the shorter guys going up against these brothers uh but yeah i couldn't when i saw anthony johnson walk and i was like oh my god this movie's up this movie must be ending soon (laughs) like immediately (laughs) oh cool i have 40 minutes left all right uh and that was a bit of a war for Brandon because there was a lot of technique being... Used. This is where you really saw Brandon shine the most and you got to see the technique and how much of a technical yes. fighter he is. Um, he is... It is Brendan, by the way. Brendan. Because it
0: keeps... We keep flopping back and forth. It is Brendan.
1: Okay. Brendan. Okay. Yes. Um. He... Yeah, very technical. And like I said, I just I love. I this was I typically don't like exaggerated movements when it comes to movies. I understand why it's done and it's for performance reasons. Yeah. I love how it was specifically done for all the throwing scene. Like anytime they were being thrown or flipped over, it was so dramatized. I fucking loved it. Um <laughs> uh, again just like picking them up and like doing some suplex move and it was just so like in- insane um and real techniques being used and not watching yes. like someone just get p- punched in the face with jabs for the first two rounds of a fighting scene <coughs> rocky balboa <Right>. um
0: <laughs> with their hands down the
1: entire yes. time yeah yeah no like no, i course, mean hands were up defend my God, like, anytime you saw them in the Muay Thai clench and they're taking knees to the body or the face, like, oh, my God. I really love the fight scenes. I really do. Um, good, good. I was going to ask
0: you about that. That was part of my uh, my my debrief on the movie I wanted to
1: have with you. Yes. So this is good. This is good. And uh, Brain definitely uh, dominated over Braun, and he ended up tapping anthony johnson's character in round two so both brothers are moving up um and uh what do i have in my notes oh just simply then they just go on to win their second fights i guess there was nothing really special there uh probably the same situations though you know tommy goes in one maybe two punches the guy's done walks out of the cage (laughs) back to the locker room Uh, Brendan putting on another just technical performance. Um, And then it it gets to this scene where Tommy is at the local casino. The father's trying to find him, figure out what's going on. And uh, this was a moment where I don't want to say he snapped because I I don't want to use the term snapped, but it was his action that was used to like really push his father. By the way, the father the whole time has been taking so much verbal abuse from both sons. And he was just kind of putting up with it, you know, and kind of like, I mean, he was taking some of it to heart obviously, but the, the sons deeply expressed their just hatred for, for him. And I guess whatever monster he was again, cause you just have to assume the only thing you know is the guy's now sober. Um, yeah, you to, yeah, you have to make
0: assumptions based off of their right, reactions right. of how intensely bad of a father this guy yes. was. Yes.
1: Yeah. And like I said, the only inclination of this guy was probably abusive it was right in the beginning of the movie when Tommy made the comment um, asking, like, you know, oh, like, uh, he goes, I don't, it, this house doesn't look like it has a woman's touch or whatever. And he's like, yeah, no, I'm done with women. You know, I'm just doing my thing. And he's like oh so you couldn't find another woman To take a punch huh You know that was kind right. of like okay He was probably abusive Physically Um yes But that yes. was it though that you know Um And the only thing with the other son Brendan is he seemed to favor. you know the father seemed to Favorite Tommy in his Eyes Over Brendan Um and that was really his issue. Uh, he didn't mention anything else about, uh, you know, growing up. I don't think he. I don't think he needs to. I don't think you
0: need double affirmation on being an abusive father. Yeah. I think. I think the fact that he was the father of two sons in one household, if one son talks about the obvious abuse, it's 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 just a mutually agreed statement that the other son probably was also present for said domestic abuse. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't think, he, I don't think we needed to hear both of them give a thesis presentation on why you were a shitty father in my eyes. I think we're designed by the back and forth to kind of accumulate our, our opinion of the father being shitty. Sure. Um,
1: Yeah, it was just weird. But anyways, getting back to the whole casino scene. uh, Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. He, uh, I guess, Tommy, in a way, snaps. And he reacts by taking his cup of coins, and he's telling his father, like, here, like take some money, whatever. And he just literally flings the cup of coins at his father. um, And the father's just kind of, like, speechless. And, you know, he gets up and leaves. Yeah. and literally it's like the next morning Tommy's being woken up by noise like what the hell's going on in the next room and it pans over you're seeing emptied you know liquor bottles and you're like oh shit did he mm-hmm. did the did the father just relapse or something is this are we hearing him and sure enough he's listening to his audiobook and um he is fucking just plastered and i thought that was strange that that was the moment that uh Tommy embraced him and he helped his father. He like literally they went on the bed, he was like comforting him. Um Yeah. So I, I thought it was strange that it had to get to that point. Like I don't know if it was symbolism like he like, oh great, you're sober, but do you are you truly sorry? Like, because you're not showing any pain, maybe, and I guess by being in that drunk state, him crying and being emotional, um, maybe he figured, okay, now he's showing it, so now I can embrace him and forgive him. That was the the vibe I got. Like it took him to get to that point. To I I didn't get forgiveness from that. I didn't get...
0: Because in theory, that father is going back to the very pattern behavior that caused the trauma and abuse that the two kids are referencing throughout the movie, right? Right. Like, I mean, you and I had this talk a a while ago where we talked about how a lot of shit that happens is because a lot of people who should have therapy don't have therapy and instead take out their shittiness on children who then take on that shittiness and have to deal with that shittiness who then grow up to get put on that shittiness to others. Yeah. And that's compounded as we've seen. And we joked about with the traditional nuclear family from like the sixties or whatever in the fifties about how like the wife stays at home and cooks and makes sure the meals are ready. And like uh, the martini is poured for when the father comes home and like, you have to be a good wife and all this other shit. And then like that's actually maybe causing pent up emotions and trauma or stress and that's not being acknowledged or validated in any way because why would it because this person is not being treated as an equal. And then you have years and generations of shitty behavior (laughs) with people who needed therapy, who never did who just instead had children and then just, uh, downloaded their trauma anxiety stress bad behaviors and abusive tendencies into the child that now has to bear and brunt that from an innocent uh, starting point cuz they never asked for it or yeah. thought that they might be in that situation right so i mean i didn't take that scene as forgiveness but i you're right that was i didn't know how to take that scene i didn't know if that scene was supposed to be like positive negative or if it was just supposed to be sad like i didn't know how to take that scene
1: yeah, so I definitely want to take back the the comment about perhaps forgiveness, but more or less like I don't know, just something like
0: I don't know what it was.
1: I, yeah, it, I don't know what like, it is either it,
0: like it, it was just a shitty moment and like they both acknowledged how shitty it fucking was. And in that shitty moment the only thing they had was each other.
1: Okay, yeah.
0: Maybe that's it. I don't know. Thankfully I've never lived through that situation so I've never yeah. had to have that type of uh of of cloudiness to the relationship of myself with a with a parent. So I don't know, but like it wasn't happy. It did <laughs> like it wasn't like a like a like a like a upswing music playing type scene to have. Right. I don't know what the fuck. Yeah, so I don't weird. know. I just It was kind of just like like this. I think it was really just an acknowledgement. I think it was just this moment of acknowledgement where it just came pouring out. This thing that they were talking about that we never saw, like you were saying. We finally saw a a form of it. Yeah. No child should have to take care of their parent, especially when they're young, right? Like, especially when the parent's doing it to themselves. Mm -hmm. Yet, we're probably seeing right now what happened in some level, right? Like we're probably seeing on some type of sl- like sliver of, of introspection here into the characters, um like the view of maybe this is what Tommy always did whenever his father got to a point of being drunk, his father turned into a mess and he just did what he could to help him. Mm. Maybe that's what it was, right? Like I don't know, I don't know.
1: You know, I didn't even think of or, that actually. Yeah.
0: You know, or maybe it was Tommy realizing he fucked up by like being relentless towards him and realized that he couldn't do it. He couldn't he couldn't fight through it and he's not strong enough. Right. And then he feels remorse because he's like, you relapsed because of me because I pushed you to the edge. So less of I'm sorry, but more of like, this is my fault. Maybe it was guilt we saw from both parties. Mm right the f- i don't know like there's so many ways you could take that scene like you're saying it wasn't as explicit it didn't end with like a all right let's go get him tiger i love you it didn't end like with a with a very concrete statement about what that meant mm-hmm. so it was weird you're right it was very it was a very <laughs> awkward situation granted <laughs> oh, it's supposed me. to be yeah <laughs> but that's also that's also what it's supposed to be for mm-hmm. right this is not a happy movie <laughs> this is not like a a uh, like a like a happy feel good triumphant story about a hero versus a villain. That's not what this is about. So maybe
1: that's it. I don't know. <clears throat> I don't fucking know. I don't know. Um, a detail I forgot to mention earlier. <coughs> man, I am sorry. Water went down the wrong pipe. <coughs> no, that's all right. That's all right. <coughs> oh man, I'm sorry for anyone <clears throat> that has to deal with that. Anywho Let me try to get through this One detail I forgot to mention um, Is that we're slowly starting to learn about um, Tommy's past and his background, right? Mm -hmm. So eventually we learn that He was also in the military Mm -hmm. Uh, There was a scene where He makes a phone call at the gym and it's to a widow in Texas i think El Paso <clears throat> excuse me and you know he's talking whatever and and you're starting to see photos in this house of a, of another marine or you know veteran whoever and he starts mentioning like you know hey i didn't forget our promise by the way and i'm i have you know, I have some things I'm doing that might get me some money. And that's when you realize, oh, this Woodman's husband like they know each other. Oh he oh yes. he's dead. So mm-hmm. this is like a promise Tommy made for his this guy's family to take care of them. Now I understand his purpose for fighting, getting in this tournament. Yes. Um <clears throat> and throughout you know, uh, the stuff I had mentioned, you know, with the fighting and all this, you're starting to uncover more of this story. And, um, you know, it showed this one scene, which I thought was random until it finally made sense, where all of a sudden it's taking place at like a just like an army camp set up in Iraq or I, yeah, Iraq. Um, and one of the soldiers recognizes Tommy. He's like, oh my god, like that's that's him. It's like, oh, all right, well, yeah. you guys know each other, cool. Well, it turns out Tommy is like this war hero. He saved his life. Um ripped the, the door off a tank and saved a bunch of guys that were in this tank. I guess the tank was in the wall like it, it had flipped into uh water, and so these guys would have drowned if it wasn't for him. And there was also like a war going on during all this um so they're being shot at mm-hmm. as well and there's everything's being recorded and so this tape goes out to the public it's on the news and now it's just out there because this soldier told this story like hey i just want to let you know any if anybody knows where tommy's at tell him i thank him you know for saving me and all of us and blah 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 and it's like oh so this guy isn't a complete asshole he must have some ptsd maybe it's not even just so mm-hmm. much of his past with his family, it's what he went through. Mm-hmm. So it's like, holy fucking shit. Okay. All right. This makes sense. So, you know, these brothers, they both have a purpose and both are very legitimate reasons for being in this tournament. Yes. Um. So really, you're not rooting for one over the other. Yes, correct. And that's by design. Yes. Um, so, now we get to the point where Tommy wins his third fight, and by the way, it's up against, uh, the guy he fought the very first time at the gym, this MMA pro, middleweight or whoever, and just when you thought, like, oh, maybe this guy's serious, like, he's gonna, you know, actually do well up against Tommy since they both clearly made it this far in the tournament. Nope, he completely ragged all this guy with the Mohawk and uh within seconds rushed out, opened the cage door, left again. You're like, all right, well, I mean, try to like make it somewhat exciting for the movie, but I get it. <laughs> and uh Brandon or Brendan, excuse me, he goes he's up, he's up against this guy. Is it Koba? Koba, yep, it's Koba. AKA Kurt Angle. I thought it was Kurt Angle. Okay. Oh, um yeah. yeah, Koba. And this man is just I let me tell you something. If I ever met Kurt Angle while he had that personality going on, I wouldn't be here having this podcast with you, Matt, because I would be dead <laughs> and possibly digested. <laughs> uh it was he's uh he's not a very pleasant looking man and he's very intimidating <laughs> uh and i was actually scared i was like okay brendan like you really need to be more than technical here please like do something <laughs> like oh and the wife finally showed up by the way she she was supportive she she kind of like got over all this and realized oh her husband's actually doing it so she was also there in the audience and uh It was a brutal match, and, you know, after—I forget what round it is. By the way, the rounds are, like, 30 seconds long, which I love for a movie. (laughs) I felt like every 30 seconds I was hearing the horn go off. Um, Yeah. But, yeah, uh, brain over brawn. He tapped out Kurt Angle or or Koba, and I was like, wow— okay, so now it's the brothers up against each other. Um, how is this going to work type of thing? Like, you know, especially the way they feel or at least how one feels over the other one. And again, wasn't rooting for one or the other. Um, I, if, in fact, if anything, this is where I was at the edge of my seat. Like, how is this movie about to end right now? Like, how is right? this about to fucking happen? <laughs> Oh, and then, by the way, spoiler alert again, uh, Tommy was going by his mother's uh, maiden name, the last name, not the father's. I guess just to hide his identity, I guess, after he left the military, if I got that detail correct. Yeah, he didn't
0: want the... I think he didn't think he, he deserved the praise he was getting. And he was like, this is all just this doesn't validate anything for right. me.
1: Yeah. Like. Um so you know, then there was because again, that, that that news story went out when the soldier was being interviewed thanking Tommy, his real last name went out. The whole world at that point realized, Oh, they're brothers. <laughs> they're about to fight the whole each like, other. Oh, f- fuck. Yeah. Yeah. Um, also, that fucking piece of shit principal who wanted nothing to do with the fighting not only was <laughs> watching the fucking pay-per-view at his house that he clearly paid for but then, like, joined up on day two or whatever, or three at the kids who rented out a drive-in theater <sighs> and joined the school to watch his <laughs> event go down uh, <laughs> to root for, the, uh, for Brendan, the teacher. Um but, yeah, and, again, you know, it was a lot of back and forth. You know, Tommy was just being very brutal with their fight, and it's, you know, brain over brawn. And um, he got him in – what What the hell is that shoulder lock that he had him in? Um, or that arm lock, rather. And he ended up breaking Tommy's left shoulder. I forgot what move that was. I
0: think it was – I think it was an Ameri- not, not, not americana not no not an americana. I don't think it was an americana cuz he I think he was in top position right like he, it wasn't he was like uh, almost mounted I thought right
1: Was he mounted? I'm
0: trying to remember the scr- I'm trying to remember the screen. I, I don't think it was on the ground. I don't think it was like
1: Yeah, yeah, Tommy was was face down on the ground. He wasn't mounted on top of him. I want to say he was on the side of Tommy um but the way he had his arm positioned um oh man.
0: Was Because I remember because I remember Tommy was rolling out of it. Tommy was like getting some opportunities to escape. Yeah. Until until Brendan locked it down. Yeah. And then just But I honestly don't I don't remember exactly what the technique was, I'll be honest. Yeah. Kimura, Americana, I don't know. I know it wasn't like a juji. I know it wasn't a um it wasn't like an arm bar or anything like that. Right. Thankfully, because I feel like the arm bars are a little too cinematically used, so I'm glad it wasn't one of those. Yeah.
1: Well, yeah. Anyways. So the shoulder breaks and the round is over. Um, no tapping whatsoever. Um, by the way, I don't know, like, this man, Tommy had no corner. Now that I think about, like, through all his fights, that man did not have anyone in his corner. Um, so he's just sitting there with a broken arm, staring at his brother. His brother's, you know, talking to the coach, uh, you know, getting pointers, whatever. And Tommy just pursuing this fight. He's going to just continue this fight with one arm, and he's just going. Compared to in real life, they would have stopped the fight because right, of right. Exactly, and that's that's what so. killed me too. I'm like, this is really going to happen. Even for a movie, they're just going to allow this to happen. <laughs> When yes. it's it, when it's a known fact that they're admitting in this movie that the UFC exists in this world that they're filming right now. Okay, cool. Like, well, this might just
0: be a more extreme MMA promotion that doesn't care about that shit. I don't. Yeah. Know.
1: Um. But yeah, so like, eventually, again, just brain over brawn. I love using that. Um, you know, you get some in like some sort of chokehold. And uh, I'm I'm referring Brendan gets Tommy into a chokehold, of course. Um, And, you know, he's talking to him like, listen, man, like, I love you. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I love you. And I think after those words kind of sat in, that's when he was like him tapping was like, thank you. Like, I'm sorry, too. Yeah. I love you, too. It was
0: like um, it was like a bloody olive branch between the two of them of of reconciliation for even the
1: you know why i say that it, it, the his tap said all those words it's the way he tapped it wasn't just like ah it was like behind and it was like a soft gentle like there, there you know what i mean like you saw it in the tap and you understood like like ditto like i'm sorry and yeah I want you it, too, it was
0: yeah, and, and it wasn't until that moment where you realized how much animosity they truly had at each other. Yeah. Actually, like, yeah, they were pissed, but like, they had such animosity towards each other for everything. Mm-hmm. It wasn't just a simple, oh, yeah, my brother and I used to fight when we were little. It was so much more than that. And you didn't know it until that fight and that scene seals that, yep. right? Yeah.
1: Yeah, and uh, you know the you know obviously Brendan wins the fight from you know Tommy tapping, and it was just the respect and the love you saw at the end, and he literally helped carry Tommy out, and they were walking out, and that's how it ends. It's just both of them just walking back to the locker room. You know, the the father is like in the stands, just proud, like like there's hope. You know, we we
0: yeah, exactly. There's like. Like something has sprung a new here. Yes.
1: Like I witnessed something positive finally happen. Right. Um, and I would like to think, since this movie makes you think, anyways, I would like to think that the brother was generous enough to say, like, let's go fifty-fifty with the winnings. Give this family. Oh yeah. Two point five. Yeah, because that. I only need two point five to take care of my debts. You know. Yeah, you would assume that. that, they that. Split yeah, it. yeah. I mean. So now that you've kind of recounted your experience with mm-hmm. this movie,
0: I want to know what'd you think of it overall. Like how how, how did you? I think this. It? At the, yeah, at the end, yeah. At the no, end. absolutely. It all faded to black as they, as they walked out because my experience was my experience was kind of a roller coaster, and it ended so emotionally heavy. And that's the thing I want want to hear from you about your experience because it was a surprisingly emotionally deep and impactful
1: movie for an MMA movie. So I think this movie could have went from two hours to 10 minutes if they had just fought 14 plus years ago. (laughs) Because that's all it took, man. It just took them to fucking... Fight it out. Hey, man, I love you. All right, bro. True. No, in True. all seriousness, though. Um, yeah, I, I mean, literally, it wasn't until the the red carpet or like opening event. I don't know what you want to call that moment where it was like the event before the fight where, you know, they're first seeing each other for the first time. It was from that point on in the movie the puzzle is being put together. yes. you know, now they know of each other's existence. uh you're starting to learn more about especially with Tommy, the backstory with the war stuff and um you know, i i it, it that's to, that to me is where it got uh super heavy. you know, it's like okay, now i'm being hit with like so much shit. so much shit. um I still, however, feel like, and this is just my opinion, I feel like there should have been more detail. Just slightly more detail because, again, their interaction in that field for me was a bit, like, all over the place. Um, Mm.
0: There was a bit of... They were very heavy on the strong, stoic, man like f- like um type right mm. to handle this like and i'm not saying you need to have loud screaming guy to emphasize emotions but they definitely went with the stoic i will not show emotion kind of guy or the stoic i'm angry which means i'm tough type um situations for for a lot of the the mm. scenes which i think was deliberate right they wanted to show that Um, not to go off on a tangent, but, but there's so many times that, and you have referenced this many times before you being a parent, you probably see this more than I do, but I totally know now I'll see somebody like an adult who's behaving a certain way. And then I hear a story on social media or see a video on social media of a kid Mm -hmm. who has similar fucking behaviors And you think about it when you're a kid and you think, oh, this guy's just a bully or that kid's just an asshole or that kid's just always so mean. And now that I'm older, I realize, well, that's because maybe that's how that household is, right? Maybe this kid's bragging about drinking beers and and punching holes in walls, not because he's a badass and a bully, but it's because that's what he sees. Mm -hmm. And this kid is in an environment that's not healthy. Going back to my point of everybody fucking needs therapy and then before they go unload all their unhealthy shit into children to just like copy paste their shit. <laughs> I feel like looking at it now, I see that connection as I've gotten older so much more clearly and it terrifies me because the second I see a family and I see how the parents are behaving, I go, that's how they be- they behave like that at least, if not worse at home. And that's how that kid is being developed. Mm-hmm. Not by choice, but by just fucking existing. The kid is in an environment that they don't know is right or wrong, good Mm -hmm. or bad. And they're just absorbing this as normal, right? And then you have that growth period that most people have when they get older, which is they hit a point where they either go, I need therapy. I'm kind of fucked up. Or they get told, "Like, hey, it's not normal to like punch your girlfriend. Maybe don't do that. Right, like like they either have a moment when they realize oh that's a bad thing and I, I, something's wrong with me and I feel shitty and something's wrong with me I need to fix it or they just ignore it and say fuck you I'm right you're wrong and they just stay shitty and then the cycle repeats itself mm-hmm. so this movie really leans heavily in my opinion on the yeah we didn't do none of us really thought therapy was an option fuck that shit and this is kind of what yeah. you see Right, You you see this growth, this painful growth through literal violence because there was no emotional growth because they couldn't acknowledge it, whether for societal expectations, whether it's for archetypal expectations of what it means to be the man of the household or whatever the fuck you want to say. I don't know. But I'm just saying, this was a, a movie that had a very heavy direct like, this person was a shit parent. And now there are shitty traits here, and shitty things have happened to people because of it. And now it's still manifesting, and you're seeing it still not fully resolved years and years and years and years and years and years, and years, and years, and years later. And that's how I took this movie.
1: Both brothers were warriors of their own, and they both experienced their own version Ooh. of war.
0: Ooh. That's a good way to put it. Holy. Okay. Yes. Yes. One was literally a in a war,
1: it. but the yes. other one's war was just life. Going through debt, trying to make money, and then becoming this great fighter. He was already a good fighter, but then it was yeah. pushing that and really fighting the war to not end up literally homeless fighting it and to take your care- literally fighting Yes. It. Literally fighting it, literally
0: going and fighting yeah. it. He got suspended from work yep. without pay. Literally mm-hmm. had to go fight that. Like that's literally what he did. They both
1: yes. went through, through their own wars,
0: and they both and they both had di- and they both had different stakes. Yes. Brendan,
1: Brendan had to do it for yep. his family. His family had a house, and his family was going to be homeless. And Tommy was doing it for the guy he considered a brother, at least then. Yes, before they yes. made up at the end, but. The guy who he, he considered a brother for his family. Yes. So. So you still haven't answered. What, what, like, how do you how, Did you like the movie? <laughs> I did. Now, would I personally rewatch it? I think I'm good. I'm glad I watched it once. It right. wasn't a bad exactly. movie. Do I think it was the best movie? I think it's better than some of the Rocky movies. I will say that. (gasps) Really? As far, well, like I said, first off, I I understand we have to consider the decade these movies were made in as well. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Yes, heavily. I mean, I don't know, man. I, I, I would say on a scale from one to 10, right? We usually do this. I would probably give this movie a seven or seven and a half. I, w- I would say a seven and a half. I did like it. I don't think it was the best fighting movie with a, a good story uh, incorporated. I, it's a pretty good MMA
0: movie. It is pretty good. Like like a, st- like a strictly MMA movie. It's a very good yes. MMA movie. I would give this an 8.5. OK. for me. I really liked, I really liked it because of the emotional aspect. Mm. I really liked it. You're right. It's one of those movies. This is one of those movies, and there's a lot of these movies that are so emotionally heavy, or just also the majority of the movie is about the emotional aspect of the characters. You don't need to go through that journey when you watch it again Mm. you could really just fast forward to the final 45 minutes yeah
1: i mean like i said they could have just duked it out almost 20 years ago and there wouldn't be a movie you know what i mean (laughs) right right but like a lot of these movies that are done like this it's it's you don't
0: need to rewatch the okay so there's a movie that's currently out on netflix it's called the power of the dog have you heard of this movie It is being uh, critically acclaimed as being like uh, it's going to be an award-winning movie, right? It's got Benedict Cumberbatch in it. It's got Kirsten Dunst in it. Um, I watched that movie. It is a beautiful, beautiful, like literally physically beautiful to look at movie. It is a movie that I knew what it was going to be about within the first 10 minutes because of one scene. And that one scene, I was like, this is what's going to happen in this movie. It's an extremely predictable movie. But... Would I watch it again? Probably not. It's a beautiful movie. i really, really, really enjoyed it. I do think it should win an award, but I don't need the emotional journey of the character when I know the ending of that ride. Gotcha. Yep. Right? Like, and that's why a lot of people have more watchability with like, just standard movies like John Wick or Marvel movies it's like it's action movies it's pop it's flair it's comedy those things you can always just you're getting instant reactions for you like because the journey of emotion through the character yeah it's sometimes is just too yeah. much like i'm 100% willing to say can i appreciate a very well done deep artistic expression of a character and 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 the the journey of this character Yes, I can. What and I, I I do. Can I do that regularly? Fucking no, I can't. Give me like a, a a shoot 'em up movie and give me a comedy and then give me like a blockbuster with like uh Ryan Reynolds, you know, so I can just like detoxify and just get something like nice and pleasing. I need that. I can't just be like, I'm gonna watch all these critically acclaimed movies, back to back to back to back to back. To back. It's like absolutely fucking not. Like it's just so much emotional uh stress mm-hmm. to go through all of that and it's just like I don't it's like also it's dark it's like I don't need I don't love watching all these movies about like abusive alcoholic parents that damage their children I don't need yeah. to see that like that's life now <laughs> <laughs> like for people all around me I don't need to see trauma yeah. right like, like we have enough trauma in this fucking planet I don't need to and ingest it artistically as well to understand and appreciate it. It's like I know I don't need that. Right. Like, <laughs> you want to have a drama? You want to go see a serious drama? Go talk to your nearest homeless person and have a first for like a a real life encounter with 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 emotional drama. There you go. If you really want to, right? Like, and I'm not trying to poo poo on these types of of expressions of art like these movies and shit because I watch them, but. You're, I'm just trying to say in a very, very long-winded way. I totally agree with you that Warrior is a movie you don't need to see multiple times, but it's a good movie. Yeah. Um, and to your point, you can pretty much condense it to like thirty minutes.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, like I said, when I mean when it comes down to, I guess the brothers you know, just dealing with their situation. Right. But obviously there was the reason for making the movie. It's because, Oh, this one has a situation. So he needs to fight for the money. Oh, this one made a promise to, to, uh, a friend's family. So this is why he has to fight. Okay. Well now I get why there needs to be a movie. Um, mm. so, but yeah, I mean, I, I think I'm satisfied though. Like I, I could say I saw it. I liked it for sure. Um, I'm not going to watch it again I got it, I got what I needed I got it, yes. I understand I know, I understand
0: that I understand that,
1: I understand that as <laughs> so well So I'm sticking with my
0: 7.5 7.5, I'll give it the 8.5 And I will say We've been talking for almost two hours I uh, think it's too late To talk about how Jake Paul is going to bring World <laughs> peace, we will do that Next year sure. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Hopefully the world Is peaceful then <laughs>
0: I, I if it's, it's I really hope the world is peaceful because of mm-hmm. Jake Paul, and then I can have such a great discussion <laughs> with you. I can't, I can't wait. wait. Either. But uh, but yeah yeah yeah. Okay. Until then, I will uh, I will talk to you yes. later, sir,
1: and for everyone else. Peace.